On this episode of the Post House Podcast, we talk with our youngest editor and videographer, Lincoln Meikle. From traveling with Miss Universe to talking Tesla tech, we cover all things Link, including making it his business, getting into everyone else's. All right, welcome to another episode of the Post House Podcast. The one and Hello. only Lincoln. Hello, how are you? I'm good, Lincoln. So, you're a little bit new to the squad here. Um, you you came on about the same time as Kirk last year. Yep. Uh, so, is is March 5th your official day, too? I think. Yeah, or I think I'm three days after him. Three days after, like you're, you're yeah. a little busy doing some other stuff? Same week, though. Same Google week. We started the same week. Yep, you guys were uh, some private contractors for a few months, and then now officially full-time here. Right. So a big what, step for me. Yeah. yeah. So, what's uh, t- tell me a little bit about, like, uh, what kind of got you in the business? I mean, uh, this is your... This your first. This is your first like full time, if you would put it like that. Yeah. After graduating from Ohio University, this would be my first full time job. Cool. So but, yeah, if you want to know a little bit about like how I got into yeah, media, yeah, yeah. Tell me like what like I mean I I know, but tell everybody like right. how, how you got into this. Like I mean, I have to tell you like when we did the interview process, like it was pretty fun. Like so, this guy shows up. Lincoln shows mm-hmm. up. He's in a suit. Right. I, mean, I haven't seen him in a suit. Impress. I haven't seen him in a suit since. So he shows up <laughs> in a suit and. uh he has a little thumb drive and he says, I got some videos here to, to show you a little bit oh, about yeah. my personality. And I like, it's been a while since, you know, we've done like a, an, a, a hiring process because a lot of times, uh, you know, uh, we'll have previous relationships with people and then mm-hmm. they'll come in and, uh, they'll, they'll be private contractors for, you know, a long time. And then we find a place for them. Right. But yeah, so we'd like, you, you show us these three videos. Yeah, tell, me, awesome. tell me a little about this. Like, what, what, yeah, what were the three really videos? I don't know how that idea came about. I was just trying to maybe stand out a little bit. And working in the media industry, I thought it'd be easy just to, you know, I'm sure I'd be showing people stuff on the computer, like videos I've made. So I took the opportunity to put some of my personality into it and show some family videos. Some, I think one was like a cliff jumping video when I was in high school. Uh, so you can see a little bit about my passions and... Yeah, so I guess going along with that, some of my passions that got me started with video would be skateboarding. I was just really into like watching skate videos and thought that stuff was really cool when I was younger. And I don't know, I was talking to my dad one day about what I should do after high school and what I should do in college and career-wise. He's like, well, I always see you out there making skate videos and you're always watching skate videos. Maybe there's something in video that we could do. I could turn into a career and we just kind of looked into that narrowed down our schools and our choices and, and it's led me to where I am today. Cool. So, uh, you know, we talk a lot about, uh, you know, personal fulfillment, creative fulfillment and professional fulfillment. Obviously this, you know, we get paid, you know, mm-hmm. to, to do this stuff. Um, but tell me a little bit about like the personal side of things, like in relationships that like, you know, uh, being a little bit new to the business, you don't have these real long-term relationships, but you know, relationships matter. So like, right. how did you find out about us? There was a relationship connection there, wasn't there? Uh, there was Mr. Vega. He's Robert from, Gran- Vega. Yep. from Granville. I'm from Granville. And I think we were just out at a bar once and he had mentioned Post House. And I was like, all right, took his card. And he hit me back up later one time. He was like, hey, you know, check out their website. I think they might be hiring. And that's kind of how I first found out about Post House and then did my research, uh, watched the videos and behind the scenes and tried to get a feel for, you know, if this would be right fit for me. Um, yeah, so I don't know. Relationships are very important in the media industry, and I know that's how we run our business here at Post House, and it's important in basically any industry, really. But yeah, I don't know. How no, to Vegas. Tie that back in. But no, right. it is like Vegas. So like you know, Robert, well, he was a. Uh, 
uh, a client at um, Lane Bryant, and then he okay. went off to uh, another underwear place out of uh, New Jersey. The name is uh, Bare Necessities, uh, and we, we've known Robert for a long time. Rick and Scott worked with uh, Robert oh, wow, for a okay. long time, and uh, yeah, Vega is a great guy. And you know, so when anytime a, a gleaming recommendation comes from Robert Vega, we're gonna we're gonna right. take a peek. So. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that was pretty cool. So there's, you know, the relationships, I think, uh, runs deep. Um, and you know, going I, back to that point, actually, I think every job I've really gotten has been through, like, a recommendation or because I knew somebody. So I started getting, like, you start jobs earlier when you're younger, obviously. They may not be media-related, but it was always because I had kind of, like, that first foot in the door with somebody you know. And so you're already kind of like, okay, getting to the interview process I think once you get into the interview process, the employers really get to see you the most, right. feel you out. And that's what always has led me to getting a job, I guess, so, through those connections. Yeah. And uh, so personally, like what, what's what's fulfilling here? Like what what, what kind of like tickles your fancy about, you know, the the media industry and, you know, creative problem solving and, and all the things that we do here? Like what, what's right. What's fulfilling well, the here? biggest thing for me when I picked this post house as a place to work was the variety of uh, projects we work on. I didn't want to narrow myself down to just working for like a news channel or just being uh, a part of a cast on like a big movie set. Here, I really thought I got, I feel important because we're a little bit smaller group and I get to play multiple roles and work on multiple projects. And especially being younger, I think that opens a lot of doors for me to learn the most because we're working on lots of different things. Um, even like doing this podcast now is something new to me. So. Yeah, I, I don't know. No, it's great. Uh, so, uh, so it kind of you, you get your creative fulfillment out of it right, too, right? Yeah, so, yeah. tell me a little about the the creative fulfillment side of of Post House, or, or at least the work that you get to get to do, even even outside of work. Right. So, even being the newer guy here, I I feel I do get to do quite a lot. Um, I get I work with John doing a lot of the production stuff, and then I work with a lot of the editors. Uh, one thing that's been new for me is learning the motion graphics. That was kind of one of the first title I guess I applied for was to be a motion graphics assistant and work with Tony. And he's been teaching me a lot about that and After Effects. Um, but fulfillment-wise, it's just all around learning, editing, shooting, all the Adobe stuff. There's so much to learn in media. So just every day being able to be around that and work towards being a better and honing in my craft, that's fulfilling in itself. So you get to do a lot of our, our BTS pieces. So most BTS. of the most of the BTS pieces that we've produced in the last uh, I almost mean, year, a year, yeah, now, year. Yeah. It's been it's been your footage. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, talk, walk me through your, your process and uh, like what you're looking to capture for BTS. So BTS it stands for behind the scenes. Right, real. I yeah, mean, most yeah. people know that. But. Right. Uh, I first started shooting some behind the scenes stuff in college, and I guess always I, I really liked the idea of moving the camera around and a lot of our more produced shots you know you're on a tripod and you're really looking at every asset or every aspect of what's you're what you're filming behind the scenes i think it needs to be more raw roaming around seeing the set seeing the people in action obviously um so with that in mind i i just take a camera on a little steady cam and talk to people try to be friendly um and just get what i can and it really comes together in the edit i suppose putting a little one minute recap of what we did that day and one project we worked on was the cbj headshots that's probably been my favorite behind the scenes video to this date it was like a two or three day ordeal there's a video shoot and there's like a separate photo shoot so there's a lot of behind the scenes to capture and because of that 
a lot of footage and we had a lot of players. It just turned out to be a good video, I think. Cool. So uh, we'll talk about we're going to talk about a few things like, uh, you know, uh, you like skateboarding. Mm-hmm. Action uh, sports. Really. Action sports. Yeah. I'm going to do a little rapid fire here. Oh, okay. I'm okay. All, I'm being put to the test. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, Fortnite or Halo. Oh, okay. Oh, pick one? Yeah, yeah, pick one. Oh, uh, probably Halo. Coke or Pepsi? Coca-Cola. Okay, so but what about Mountain Dew? I mean, you're extreme. Well, I don't really uh, drink a lot of soda or no? pop or whatever you decide to call it, yeah. Well, what do you call it, soda or pop? I call it Coke. That's so everything's Coke? My parents always, or my mom was always like, you call it a Coke. And I, th- I think one time she said that she got asked, hey, do you want a Coke? And she said yes. And then the, the waiter said, well, what kind? And she was just thrown off by that because it was just like a Coke was a Coke. So that's a little. So where's she from? Know. Like where? Like what region? Northeast like, Ohio, farmy-ish town. So okay, so just every, very every soda was every soda yeah, was. Coke. It was just now, a Coke or a Pepsi. Like so, I know like and they all were Coke people. So it's like soda, there's pop, and then right. there's people who call it just soda pop, Coke, soda pop, and then people call it. It's Coke. very southern to be, I think, soda. I yeah, I, I, I think Ohio. It's more of like a pop thing. It is pop. Right. I, I don't know where all that. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to put a little. But my map. roommate's from New York, <laughs> and he calls it soda. So we have this really weird. All right. Like, so what we're gonna have to put up is put up the graphic <laughs> that shows the regions of who call people right, who call yep, soda exactly. where's pop. I mean, I've done one of those Myers Briggs types tests for something like that, where you go in and answer questions by yourself, and they tell you what you call things. All right, so on a professional side, you know, right. finally we get, you know, you you, you you do from some free skateboarding videos, you go to college, you do all this stuff, now you're getting paid, right? Mm-hmm. So what is professionally fulfilling about all this? Like, what, what's what's so, uh, what makes this so special for you? Hmm. Well, I guess the first thing that comes to mind is the, the storytelling aspects. Okay. I guess when you're younger, it's a lot of, you're just filming things and putting together videos that maybe look cool or super effecty or whatever you would call that um but here we really work on the story aspects uh, i know recently we did the ronald mcdonald video that was very heavily story driven um with simple bath we made a story into basically a song and a musical so i think that's something that post house does really well is they really focus on the story and that's what clients come to us for and then when you make a great video like uh, a Simple Bath musical or the Ronald McDonald, that's what really like affects people's emotions. And when you r- really have an effect on another person, that's when it becomes fulfilling because you know, like all your time and effort really turned out to be something and just wasn't like a cool one second or one minute video and then on to the next one. You really leave an impact with that person that they might remember. All right, so tell, let's go a little deeper in that because that's a pretty good subject. I mean, I, I had the philosophy of, uh, and it's, a, it's kind of a David Fincher philosophy too, is like you got to leave the audience a little bit scarred. And, mm-hmm. you know, that can be a happy scar. But, I mean, it's, it's something you take with you, you know, mm-hmm. is you want to wear it on you for like, you know, because emotions tie the memory. Sad you want, movie yeah. or, yeah. You, you, want, you want your audience to be emotionally tied to it because it obviously will help you know remember maybe remember your story or maybe remember your brand brand. and that's i think that's super important or remember the messaging um so talk me through a little bit about like what you have learned in the last year about helping tell that story what i mean you you know in a behind the scenes piece you do get to move around and you Mm -hmm. get to keep the camera moving and but like that doesn't always like work like when you're trying to tell a, uh, a story like camera movement can be distracting like you really got to have motivated right. camera movement so tell me all about like your growth in, in that area where you come from a 
you know, a skater video background where yeah. everything's moving, everything's in your face to where you really have to be, you know, More very selective, maybe. exactly yeah. selective with, uh, you know, with your shot choice. Hmm. I guess I don't know where to start on that. Like, you're wanting to know, like, how I've kind of evolved yeah, through that process? Yeah, just tell me how you've evolved. Like, what, what have you noticed? Um, I guess, like, script really matters a lot more. That was something I never really did a lot, especially with, like, writing things out or planning ahead, so to speak. Um, you know, when you're really telling a story, it requires a lot of thought and make sure, you know, your words are right. Even in the one behind the scene piece we're working on now, we want to make sure we represent our client in the right way, even though it's just like a, some words on a screen. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you're telling a story. Uh, what have I learned? I don't know. It's kind of tough. Why would uh, you? Okay, so would you say that your uh, so your storytelling baseline has has grown? Yes, definitely. We we all knew that like you know there's a there's a baseline that you have to come in here knowing like right. how to shoot, how to compose, artistic taste, editing, you know, the actual skill set that you need to 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 do the job. Like that's baseline. But then like as you evolve to like more of a editor producer or a producer uh, motion graphic artist where yeah, there's a lot more thought rather than just the mechanics of this looks cool. So tell me how you've grown in that aspect. It starts by just knowing every aspect about what goes into a video. So like you said, there's a lot of different parts. There's the editing, there's the graphics, there's the producing. So just getting in as much as possible in all those different fields. Uh, Andrew works a lot with the clients. So that's where like the story first starts to generate is, you know, what is their need? How can we creatively problem solve that need into a video and work on that story through there with them? Um, my involvement is just, you know, I work with, since we're a smaller team, I'm working with Andrew, so I get to hear a little bit about what he's saying the clients want. I'm working with the editors, knowing how to maybe put a story together in post. And then John, who, you know, you tell a story through visuals, and then they all come together to make this powerful story you tell at the end of the day. All right, so... I don't know if I'm answering no, your no, question it is, great, no, it but is. You're fine. I'm just, under, you know, I'm still in the learning process, and I'm not necessarily playing those big roles right now, but I'm there to learn these so I can continue to do it in the future. Well, and that's, you know, that is honestly, it's by design because, you know, we don't want anyone who's like siloed, right? You know, we want people who can move from project to project, uh, be involved in different ways. You know, obviously they're going to have a stronger, um, uh, a stronger desire to do the things that they like. Like John really, you know, he's really in the visuals, but he, he has to know editing. He has to know how it's going to, it's his job to make sure that the editor has enough footage to tell the story. So like, you know, he will, he'll yeah, have it's to funny cause we're in the same room together too. And I think sometimes he'll, he'll look over at me and make sure things are, you know, how the edits are going, so to speak. So yeah, yeah I, we definitely connect there. All right. And, and, and it's and the, having the, the skill set on, you know, understanding the business, understanding that you're trying to help solve someone's issue. Someone, someone has a creative challenge and they're looking to us to, mm-hmm. to, to solve it right um and most of the time it can be done through some sort of visual meaning but we've done some things that that aren't and uh and i think that's what you know excites us about you know the day-to-day and the growth of an individual is you know where you can start at this company you know where you end up 
is not, you know, there, there's no one linear path from like, okay, you're going to be an apprentice. You're going to be, right. you know, a first camera assistant to, you know, a right, DP. Yeah. Uh, you know, we, we had Andrew. I feel like I'm a good story for that. I came in as a motion graphics editor, but then here I am shooting behind the scenes pieces. Right. And even I've even shot some of the CBJ stuff that's gone up on the big board on opening night. So, I mean, you can, yeah, just being wide variety is better. Okay, so all right, let's talk a little bit more about like you know 2019. You know, it's it's a it's a new year. You're officially here. Like, tell, what's what excites you about the the upcoming year? The upcoming year. Um, since I kind of came in last year, right around the CBJ stuff, I was new to all that. So I'm really excited for this year's CBJ, and I hope I can really start to play a a bigger part there. Um, there's a lot of we do a lot of content for them shooting editing so now that I kind of have a little bit of the ropes of what's going on with CBJ stuff I think I'm excited for what we do in the future I mean here I am wearing a, a blue jacket shirt but right. I mean, it's also a game day so <laughs> there's that uh, but I mean John plays hockey I play hockey I you're skate. skating now I what's skate. going on I don't play let's, hockey, let's, let's talk skate. about this like yeah. what, what's, what, why are you skating now uh, I, it's just something fun to learn again I don't know I'm 23 I've played sports since I was four and I really haven't picked it up much since college so it's like I don't know it's just like a new challenge for me to want to learn something and put my heart back into whatever so you're gonna end up playing hockey you think i don't know take a little bit of time a little bit of time get a little skate i mean god damn it i can't skate backwards yet well, but those guys that i play with wearing the high skate backwards so but that's think, besides the point yeah it's just the challenge uh yeah yeah there are teams that i play against and the guys with the, you know <laughs> skate backwards is a challenge um right i can stop on one foot so that's pretty cool well, you got a skateboarding background, so you understand. Right. You got, understand at least the, the concept of balance. A little bit. So, right, right. I mean, a lot of a lot of guys who are. Uh, but it's new, so that's why I find it so fun to just get out. Like I went today by myself for the first time. You know, I usually go with John or or Kirk or whoever. So went to the rink. Yeah, you, you didn't go roller rollerblading no, like go, John. I didn't go outside. No. Today. All right. So one more little personal nugget that I think would be fun to talk about. You're a huge tesla fan what's going mm. on with tesla and elon musk like tell me wh- why what's <laughs> yeah. up with that i don't what's not to know man they're just i think they do so much for not just america but just like the global community basically and i think there's someone you want to you, you should keep in the know with because their brand so when you want to like we do a lot with brands and we we want to sell the brand tell the story for that brand right tesla's brand they have a product that almost sells itself i think because it's innovative and i guess what am i trying to i'm I'm missing the right word here it's harder to come up with a product and force that product to sell to someone versus a product that sells itself i guess i don't if that's making sense so basically what you're saying is uh a lot of times there is a supply and you know you're selling to them you market to the it. demand right but in this way it's there's it's, a demand like there's for a, a product demand. exactly and then he's finding the solutions to right. finally get that product i don't to know if people. that's i don't know if that's right. articulated totally right but I, think, exactly. I think i understand what you're saying i mean uh you know I'm, I'm a big fan of the brand uh you know uh 
I, I'm not necessarily a Tesla fan, uh, you know, from a you know environmental standpoint, but more from a uh, science and tech standpoint. Like right. the the innovation. Like I'm not like, well, you know, Tesla's going to save the world mm-hmm. because the the energy still comes from somewhere else. Uh, you know, it does come. He does have some solar, you know, products right, yeah, and yeah. things like that. But at the end of the day, it's the engineering, it's the passion, it's the entrepreneurship. That's why I'm, I'm a big fan of uh, okay. Tesla and, and Elon. Um, but you know, I would say that uh, it, it's fun to see someone like yourself, like so passionate about a brand. And, and you know, every time, I, you know, every now and then, I'll walk by and you're watching right. some Tesla video, well, or you're every, watching some. Like every Monday, I watch like a Tesla Time News type video. Now you know, guys, uh, on YouTube. So yeah, it's just fun to keep in the know and to keep up with technology. And I, I would keep your eye open for them in the future. Well, of course. I mean, are we going to Mars with on right. a Tesla or what? No, I would be cool. I think I think it'd be cool in my lifetime to be able to go to the moon. Okay. Like, let's it's say like a vacation to the moon. Like a is vacation on your- for a weekend instead of going to Florida on the beach or something. You could just go live in a moon hotel for two days. Spend <laughs> well, Saturday. What would you call a moon hotel? If you uh, had if you had naming rights on a moon hotel, what would you call it? Uh, Moontopia. Moontopia. I don't know. Like. It could, okay. Since it'd be such a new world, it would be kind of a utopian place. Right. I don't know. The moon, moon man himself. If right. Elon made the sweet hotel, I'm sure people would want to go. But he'd rather go to Mars than the moon. I right, mean. right. That's a stepping ground. Uh, oh, right. Okay. Right, the way well. I see it, my parents got to see someone go to Mars or go to go to the moon. So I think it'd be sweet in my generation to see someone go to Mars. Right. It'd be like that big next step. One. Uh, just like my guy back there, the giant leap for the big moon. Yeah. Picture. One giant leap for mankind, right? You're right. Think differently. Yeah. So, All right. so before post house, uh, you know, you're fresh out of college, but you did get to do some pretty cool stuff. I mean, I did, you know, you kind of got to work for uh, mm-hmm. Miss Universe. Is that right? That's right. That's so right. Tell me a little about your Miss Universe experience. So that was an awesome experience. Uh, so far, I was kind of like one of my peaker moments in life. I got to move and live in New York City for half a year. Uh, I got to travel the world, so I spent some time in Indonesia with Miss Universe, and a big Indonesian pageants are a thing over there. Uh, but yeah, I learned so much with Miss Universe. Uh, the biggest thing would be working with clients, which would be Iris or Deshana or Kyra, any of the title holders, um, and just being more comfortable with telling people how to act in front of the camera so to speak okay that was kind of like my first step into working with oh my gosh miss universe has all these millions of followers and now it's up to me to tell her how to pose in front of a photo like that was something i was not prepared for and yeah spending time there really learning that aspect and directing and how to produce is really uh got me to where i am basically now so all right, so uh, that that job, I mean, for a, a young guy, doesn't doesn't suck, right? You it know, get does to not suck, get yeah. to run around with a bunch of my first week was models. New York Fashion Week, so okay. it was very hectic first first day on the job, basically. Um, so you're I, running around what camera on camera and, and you're editing too, like what, what's right, what's yeah. your role in this? So there was two. I was an intern, so there were two of us, me and my friend Henry. And we were even living together, so it was like. Traveled to work together, did the same job, travel home. It was kind of a cool experience that way. Um, but yeah, some of my roles included. So for New York Fashion Week, the first week, you know, I'd take camera out and would film little sound bites with Miss Universe in the car, maybe talking about, hey, here we're going to this show today and that show tomorrow. 
and get footage of her at the event and then take it back into Adobe and just kind of put something together, I guess. Behind the scenes-ish a little bit. Okay. But also because we had sound bites, we could tell a little bit of a story with it. Now, we're, now was this for, did you get to do the um, the pageant show or was this, hey, this is Miss Universe, we're going to follow Miss Universe around or both? It was a little bit of both, actually. Yeah. Okay. So there was her social media accounts uh, in the app, the Miss Universe app. So that was kind of our... Our main focus was we created content for those platforms. Uh, but then there's also the shows. And since I was only there for half a year, I was part of the Miss USA show, which okay. took place in Vegas. And with that, it's a lot more like a typical production. I was more on the crew. So it was, you know, big interview setups. We would shoot a lot of B-roll with all the 50 women. Um, so that was more for TV, for Fox. You're more produced stuff. And then I also got to do a lot more for digital. So it was kind of a little bit in both worlds there. Uh, so what, would that have been like Mario Lopez like was a host or was that before him? or what, Who was the host I, at the I time? I don't remember who the host was. It might have been Juliana Huff. Okay. And then Pitbull was the artist. Okay. That's so, cool. Yeah, there was a lot of staging and Planet rehearsals. Planet Hollywood in, in Vegas? Uh, it was not at Planet Hollywood. It was at the Luxor and then Mandalay Bay. Mandalay Bay. Mandalay okay. Bay. Yeah. So what did you get to do? And like, so you get to travel. Like, where, where'd you go? You said you went to. I was in Indonesia. So how was that? How long of a flight was that? It was for it was like twenty four hours from when I left New York till I was finally in Indonesia in my hotel, basically. And how long were you there? Uh, one one good week. One did you have? So week. did you have some downtime, or was it like work work? It work, was work? basically like seven to ten. Every seven day. to ten every it was day. Like full days every day. Yeah, I mean that's a you know we we get to travel quite a bit, but you know there are right. It's work, you know. I mean, yeah. especially when we're traveling with clients, like you know you're you're on the whole time. Uh, you know, you're sun up because that's when the good right. light is to right. sundown when the good light exactly. is. Um, and then, you know, you usually go hang out for dinner. And, so, you know, yeah, think about it from Miss Universe's perspective. She's only there for a week and has to basically see all of Indonesia. So yeah. it's really hard to. Yeah, it was a very packed week. Okay. And then you get back at 10 and I have to do the editing from 10. So, so my it, day wasn't even done at 10. It, was, it just started. Was second just a, job started, right? Right. Yeah. The shooting was over at ten, and then editing started. So how 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 late would you go into the editing? Like just till about midnightish, two hours. Couple hours. Yeah. You just like more collect footage, more sort through the yeah. good and bad, and then I would send that off for someone at the uh, Miss Universe offices, and then they would kind of put stuff together. Gotcha. So for overall, pretty good experience. So uh, you know, obviously, we do a lot of travel and stuff here in Post. Also, uh, with your travel experience, like, ha- have you talked to John about how to properly pack uh, <laughs> uh, for a, for a big long trip? You know, I should give him some tips. I fit everything in one backpack, and I had to even give up my other carry on because Miss Universe had so much stuff coming back. <laughs> so you got to imagine, I'm I'm like holding all, you know, I'm getting on this plane holding all kinds of stuff, tripod around my neck, full backpack, overflowing the neck pillow. But yeah, so traveling's had, fun. So we have this uh, little travel, uh, I don't know, a little travel joke. But like when we when we carry all our cameras on, because we want to make sure we we take our expensive cameras with us, so mm-hmm. they're on carry on, and we do like a two backpack setup, right? Okay. So like you know, we usually travel with a camera and a B camera, and uh, like an accessory thing. So we have these backpacks. Um, but if you're familiar with um, the movie The Hangover, uh, 
Zach Galifianakis. Mm, that's right. right. He's mm-hmm. got the baby on his the uh, double backpack. Yeah. Look. So yeah, we do the double. Yeah. So we do the double backpack. So we call that the Carlos because the baby's name was Carlos. The Carlos. So so when we funny. do double backpack, we 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 call that Carlos. Call the front one the Carlos. Yes. You get got your Carlos, Carlos going. Yeah. So no, that was basically what I had. I had the tripod in the front and my back. Went, went Carlos style, huh? A little bit, right? Cool. So. All right. So, well, thanks, man. I appreciate your, your time yeah, today. I hope and I did well enough to explain a little bit about me and kind of some of the stuff I do here. And no, absolutely. So. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll catch you next time. Thanks, man. Awesome. Thanks for having me on. Yep.